The Contenders is a proud member of the Cage Club Podcast Network. For other great shows about movies and pop culture, go visit cageclub.me. That's cageclub.me. Bosley! Evening, Angels. Ah, oh, this looks very promising. I run a covert group of exceptional women. So you guys are like lady spies. And I just get to take whatever I want? All right. Is that an actual rule? The thing is, is, you just talk way too much. You're super clingy and you come on way too strong. <laughs> Welcome to The Contenders, the show about the movies made by and starring women who refuse to play by the rules. I am Tobin Addington. And I'm Islin Addington. And today we are talking about the 2019 Charlie's Angels reboot. Reboot! Reboot! Tobin? Yes? Have you seen this movie? <laughs> 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 I have seen this movie. Can I? I have an. I have a confession to make, though. Okay. I. This is Tobin's confession corner. I have never seen any other Charlie's Angels in any form. Hey, Tobin. Yeah. I have never seen any other Charlie's Angels movie. Oh, okay. I, I have seen it, um, and when I, you know, having seen episodes of the show, this is like kindergarten, preschool, kindergarten. When old shows showed in the morning, uh huh, uh huh, like that style, like you know, where like I saw Hulk, like I saw Love Boat, like I saw, you know, <laughs> right, right. So, um, so it's really just kind of images more than anything else. But um, we are on the same page there. We, wow, nineteen years ago, um, we were not caught by the um Charlie's Angels bug. No, the McGee of it all oh, uh, was God. not. Not in my, uh, not in my view. I, it's funny because I thought you had. I thought you were. Uh, well, maybe I'm you... confusing your Lucy Lou Elementary love with. And here's uh... the. And thank you for bringing that up. So I <laughs> apologize publicly, and I would apologize to her face if she would allow me. I did not understand Lucy Lou until elementary. Okay. Okay. I would. I would not have considered myself a fan. Um, I've also <laughs> never been drawn to a theater to see Cameron Diaz. I've enjoyed okay, her in things, but yeah, I've never yeah. said, ooh, a Cameron Diaz flick. Uh-huh, so, uh-huh. And, but you know, I will, I will sit through Drew Barrymore trash any day. So sure. it, it really was a roll of the dice uh, in terms of whether this would be something I loved or something I'd never seen. And, and it was something I'd never seen. So, um, so yeah, we are both Charlie's Angels virgins. Yeah, yeah, totally. Charlie's new virgins. Here. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I saw it last weekend. And um, here's what I would like to say about that: is that um, I went with my colleague and friend Lisette, and uh, we were in the theater. Not a lot of people, which mm-hmm. bummed me out, but that's mm-hmm. okay. I also don't like a lot of people. Um, <laughs> but as the lights dimmed and we started previews started those um first haunting bars of the cats overture began oh sure and i whipped to my left to my friend and said oh my god have you seen this yet and she just looked at me and said no and then i got to watch someone <gasps> oh watch yes watch the trailer to cats oh. for the first time 
I am so envious. So if nothing else, that was a beautiful two minutes of (laughs) just sheer confusion. I I have no story that matches that. Although I will say when I went to this movie, I um, uh, was on my own for the evening. And so I, I, I took in a double feature and I saw Charlie's Angels and The Lighthouse. Uh, oh. by the director of The Witch. Um, sure. Or as uh, as past and future guest um, Derek Heckman, Heckman calls it, The Vavitch. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, uh, and I did, didn't occur to me until later, I was prepping for this episode, that I had watched a double feature of a one new release Kristen Stewart movie and one new release Robert Pattinson movie <laughs> on the Interesting. same day. Interesting. Keeping yeah. it alive. Yeah, well, I'm sure, I'm sure that the... Uh, true saga that is twilight will come back up but in the meantime tobin um yes. could you give us two bits of history about this film sure so the first bit is that uh the movie was first announced as a reboot following the cancellation of a 2011 tv series which i don't know that i knew existed um oh. and, but then and then and then um elizabeth banks announced as the movie was premiering that it was actually going to be a continuation of the Charlie's Angel verse, as opposed to a, a a reboot in the traditional sense. Um, we can talk about whether or not that's true or successful mm. or matters at all, but that was right. one uh, film history uh, bit. The other <laughs> bit is that the script had at least a half a dozen writers that I could find listed for it. It went through a lot of drafts over the the eight years that it took from uh, from first development to being on the screen. The last writer being uh, Elizabeth Banks herself. Excellent. Uh, Speaking of Elizabeth Banks, um, (laughs) Aislinn, could you please uh, take us through the women involved in major roles in Charlie's Angels? Would love to. Director, Elizabeth Banks. Writers, Elizabeth Banks. Producers, Elizabeth Banks, Drew Barrymore, Elizabeth Cantillon, and Nancy Juvenile. Actors, Kristen Stewart, Naomi Scott, Ella Bolinska, and Elizabeth Banks. Editor, Mary Jo Markey. Casting, Simone Barr, Alexandra Montag, and Deborah Zane. And costumes, Kim Barrett. What a list. What a list. That's a good list. So many. I am so excited to hear how you uh, choose to describe the plot of this movie. <laughs> I, I, I choose with just one sentence. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. When a world-changing, life-threatening, clean energy... Let me start that again. <laughs> <laughs> When a world-changing, life-threatening, clean energy technology ends up in the wrong hands, a brilliant scientist, the brilliant scientist who invented it, is conscripted into an all-woman super-secret spy agency and sets out on a globe-trotting mission with her new partners to get it back and save the world. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you know, I can see that that's what it's about. <laughs> okay. Okay. What? What else yeah. is it about? Well, as Twitter explained, oh God, um, uh, there was I saw a tweet that said um, that bisexuality is 
trying to figure out if you're more attracted to Kristen Stewart or Jonathan Tucker in the new Charlie's Angels. Jonathan Tucker being <laughs> oh, the sure. sexy assassin, if you will. Yeah, the silent. And, I mean, he has one line, right? He says, you yeah. bitch or whatever, and that's it. Which is unfortunate. But, yeah, um, <laughs> and and while that is not an identity that I claim, I certainly uh, deeply understood that sentiment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Sure, um, sure. So here's a tell me, fill in the blanks for me here. Okay. My understanding is that this movie did not has not done well so far at the box office. That is like correct. Eight point something mil for the first weekend, not what's expected. That's correct. Or not what was hoped for. Right. Then Elizabeth Banks started to say some shit, and then other people about genre and about Marvel and about whatever else, and then other people are so quick to point out that that's a shitty argument. And it seems to be just making things worse. Mm -hmm. What are the parts that I've missed? I think that that is it. Okay. Uh, I, whenever someone mentions Marvel, the world in certain quarters melts down because (laughs) there are certain, for certain people, uh, no criticism can be made of Marvel. That seems to be the world we're, we are living in. Mm -hmm. Um, So I I confess I did not, partly because I just didn't really, care deeply about it but i did not click through and read her whole quote which may yeah. have been less incendiary than the, than sure. the you know the headline version mm-hmm. but I, you I, I believe to my understanding you have summarized the uh, controversy if we can call it that sure. uh, um correctly and that that to me is a bummer um yeah. absolutely i i know from firsthand knowledge and from studying various things that yes, the um, white male internet can destroy women who are trying to say one thing and, or, you know, things are picked Mm -hmm. apart from another perspective. Um, I also feel like anytime you're defending yourself by bringing up like something else. Yes. Right. That's not a good way to start a conversation mm-hmm. or jump into a conversation. So mm-hmm. it bums me out, but also like, you know, people who are good at their jobs don't always have to say the right thing, you know? Right. So I'm trying yeah, to yeah. not, not say, Oh, she shouldn't have said it that way. Cause I don't understand all that's gone on. Um, I will just say that um, I'm bummed that that's the conversation we're having. Mm-hmm. Um, not you and I, but um, just larger. Right. And that, I enjoyed my time at this movie. Me too. <laughs> Me too. I had a lovely night at the movies. I had, I had, I had fun. I was, first of all, and I'm sorry that because this is a podcast about women, but this woman was so excited at the amount of Patrick Stewart I got. Yes, I knew you would be. I knew you would be. I didn't know that was the amount I was going to get. No, neither did I. Um, and so for that, I, I was like, yeah, I'm here for this. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I was in general kind of delighted. It, it it is my level of violence, which is Mm -hmm. comical and, and, um, more kind of uh, assumed than really seen. Mm -hmm. Um, and I love Ladies kicking ass. I've said that mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. So, 
yeah, was it perfect? No, but I feel like it did what it was meant to do. What What are your thoughts? I completely agree. I, I think the movie know, knew what it was and, and did exactly that. I was thinking about Spy a lot, another movie oh, okay. that we've covered, um, uh, as a sort of a corollary. And I think that Spy... Um, maybe succeeded more as an action movie. I mean, Spy is trying hmm. to be, you know, the, the action scenes in itself are trying to sort of ape, you know, like a Michael Bay, like a traditional, mm-hmm. um, you know, 2000s action movie. And this is not, this was not trying to do that, I didn't think. I thought that this was trying to, um, uh, you know, this is a movie in terms of violence levels, like you said, like I suggested our mother could go see this movie and it would not sure. be, you know, it, it would not be traumatic, right? Like, right. Um, and yet it didn't feel, it felt, the stakes felt clear and mm-hmm. anything that was like, that was kind of goofy in it or, um, you know, this, this little, you know, widget that the scientist character creates that you know can kill people and all this stuff like yeah that's kind of dumb but guess what so is every little widget in every action movie right ever like that's it doesn't have to be (laughs) real or cool or or you know as long as the characters believe it and all that so um i was disappointed the movie didn't do as well as i had hoped i I think it it, -hmm. it deserves more what i had a feeling as i was watching it was like this is going to be a great like uh, and I don't mean this derisively, but like a great sleepover movie, I feel yes. like, right? Like a, like a, we kids get together in high school or junior high or whatever, mm-hmm. and they throw on Charlie's Angels and eat popcorn and talk about whatever, you know, like, a, totally. like, a, like a group movie, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I agree. I, for me, I wasn't thinking of Spy. I was thinking of Ocean's 8. Oh, sure. Good call. Um, And it reminded me of that in that. I, I very much enjoyed watching it. I enjoyed looking at it. I thought it was um, well put together. I, 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 yeah, I, like you say, the um, techie stuff is, is dumb, but, <laughs> but I, I mean, yeah, like that, that gadgetness, the, the closets, all the things that do other things. Yeah. Um, that's just, just fun. And, it's just fun. and it seemed like everyone in it, had the appropriate kind of attitude behind it of this is this is expensive fun that we're having <laughs> right right right, um, right exactly exactly so let's talk about elizabeth banks a little bit to start okay. with because her name is the one that's on it the most um right. our what, first returning uh, director right Oh, interesting. I love that. Okay. So let's talk about that for, I was going to say both from a directing perspective and an acting perspective, what, what were your thoughts, but let's start with director. So how, how did you find this movie from a directing critique perspective? I, I thought it was um, just, just fine. And I don't mean to damn it by faint praise. Like I, it was, it, it prioritized performance and what felt like maybe some improvisation, um, over a more kind of like hermetically sealed perfectly, you know, like every angle thought out long in advance. And I, I think that's fine. The loose, it felt kind of loose in that way, uh, in a way that I really liked. One of the things that she did that I really appreciated was I could you could really see the stunts in this movie. Mm. Um, there's jumps and falls and people hanging from things, and it's one of the things that I when she when I read that she had made the comments about, about Marvel. Um, uh, the thing it, it brought up for me is the fact that so many of the 
from in my from my in my experience, a lot of the problems, or the times I zone out of the Marvel movies are in the action sequences that are so computer generated. Mm-hmm. And this this didn't feel like that. It, it, um, you know, it's it, it felt like there were actual people dangling from things and running and jumping and falling and swimming and whatever. Um, <laughs> and so I really like that. I really I really I think that was a great choice uh, that that sets this movie apart. If people would give it half a chance to. Um, <laughs> and and I and I, I to, to wrap this up. I'm going on, but I no, you're great. Her, the, her sort of loose limbed energy, and I think um, I agree with uh, David Ehrlich's uh, a cr- critic for IndieWire, um, his assessment of Kristen Stewart in this movie and her kind of idiosyncratic charm. Um, mm-hmm. That that I think they were a great match for one another. It felt like like the, I felt like the movie was kind of operating at that kind of frequency, and so mm-hmm. I, you know, I like that. What did what did you think? I would just well, you're right there. I. I agree in that charm is not a word I would use to describe Kristen Stewart uh-huh. until now. Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, I liked I liked her quirky thing. I I a couple times in it I thought to myself, I'm so glad they didn't stunt cast Miley Cyrus in this role. Um uh-huh. and instead had Miley she's one of the singers of the song, right? Oh, is uh, it she? sure. I think I'm sure. So. Um and I think that that's the appropriate place for it. Um, but, um, and it's not that I, I it's not, it's not um, any beef I have particularly with her. It's that terrible character in Twilight. And so I'm sorry for putting any of that on Kristen Stewart, but <laughs> sure, sure. you know, she's, that's, that's the face of it. Um, but so, yeah, I, I found her kind of w- weirdness. It was, it was a great blend of I'm intrigued and a little bit annoyed. Yes. Yes. Yeah, um, right. But it it re- I I f- truly feel like it it worked um for this and I I hadn't really thought about it in that way but I think you're right the way that Elizabeth Banks Bosley character and and um hers gosh what is her name Sabina mm-hmm. uh w- balanced a little bit we're on mm-hmm. a teeter totter but in the same playground um, right right and I like that I would have to, I think I'm Jane I think was my favorite. If oh, I was yeah. gonna rank them, although we don't need to, they're all great. Um, what did you like about about uh, Jane? I liked her presence, mm-hmm. and I liked her stillness. Mm-hmm. And I think because I, in this case, thinking about because you think like, oh, okay, how would I fit in this team, or like, what could I do? And I think those are things that I don't have strongly, mm-hmm. and so that's like envy in a good way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and then thinking about uh, you saying your comments about the direction, I think also mirror that pitch perfect too, right? That it oh, wasn't, yeah. it, it wasn't a perfect, it wasn't a succinct, it, it gave for in that case, a sequel, right? It gave us more of kind of what we liked before, whether it was, strong or less mm-hmm. strong. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And, and certainly it felt like there was room to play and mm-hmm. room to find a game and, and um, escalate a game. And so that, I think I, I see similarities with those two in, in a way that I enjoyed, but I get it if you're going to be super, you know, critic, critic about it. The other yeah. thing I felt like they had in common was the way some of the male characters were disposable mm-hmm. in a way mm-hmm. I really liked. So like mm-hmm. Australian Johnny, Right. He's a <laughs> yes. stooge. And I yeah. kept thinking like, why is he still in our lives? Yeah. Yeah. 
but it's in a way that a random hot girl would be in a Bond movie. Totally, totally. Yes, yes. And that his sort of, you know, he befuddles his way through to then end up on the right side. I I did in the end kind of find clever. Yeah. Um, and then like you say, the the assassin character doesn't have doesn't speak much. Mm-hmm. Um because why? <laughs> why does he need to talk? His it doesn't, his right? neck yeah. does all the talking. Um <laughs> So yeah, I, I I thought that reminded me of Pitch Perfect too, and, and something I appreciated because I think noticing it demonstrates that it's it's unusual to have mm-hmm. that. And not not that I think you should disrespect anyone, but like that that level of frivolous character is not something we usually see with men. Right, right. Which is part of why it stands out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Another thing I thought she did really well is there were there were a few times in terms of the pacing of the movie that felt kind of fresh where everything would stop for a comedic beat mm, and mm-hmm. and like the, literally the movie basically stops and they like pause long pauses as they work play out the, this and I, I can't there's some big example in the where they've finished they've like survived one of the big action sequences and i can't for the life of me now remember and they just kind of <laughs> still keep talking yeah yeah they just keep talking right yeah. which is which is i thought which i found i found really charming and i i liked i guess i liked being in the company of this movie mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> uh, that's a good way to say it yeah yeah so i thought that was i thought, I thought that was fun and and the um uh we should I, I we talk a little bit too about the naomi scott's character um elena, elena. the the scientist um who who it's a tough uh, so they give the other two the other two main younger actors kristen stewart and ella Belinska, um jane and sabina and jane they both have like they're both in the angels they have the skills they are mm-hmm. Like they're they're super spy agents, and they have backstories, and they have their own kind of quirks, and they're a nice pairing. And then you get the uh, Elena, who doesn't have like she's super. No, it's a smart fish out of water. It's fish out of water, which I love. I love me a fish out of water. <laughs> um, and 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 that she is that she has the. You can see that her skills are going to be useful, and obviously mm-hmm. this is a movie that's going to end up with her on the Angels team. But I thought they did a nice job of giving her um a, like a, a a sense of morality. And mm-hmm. she knew right from wrong and she was tr- always trying to do the right thing or find a way to do the right thing, even when the sort of system was kind of stacked against her. And um, w- without it ever being – I didn't ever find that kind of annoying or cloying. It felt mm. it felt like a person who's really struggling with through a system because she knows that her um, her device could, mm-hmm. could kill – could be used to kill people. And she keeps trying to tell higher-ups <laughs> that this is the truth. And, and they keep – for, for various reasons we find out later, g- greed and other nefarious things um, keep like putting her off. And so that sort of jumpstarts the whole, the whole thing. And I, I thought that was a character that could have been pretty annoying and, and sure. um, some combination between the way it was written and acted and directed. I, I was very compelled by her. I thought she was, I thought she was a lot of fun. What did you think about uh, Elena? Any, any thoughts? I was a little annoyed at times, but uh-huh. I think that that, <laughs> that worked in that I really liked her arc by the end of it. Like, of course uh-huh. she's um, crying and puking and whatever in that, in the beginning, <laughs> yeah. right. In that first car chase. Cause this is not her, this is not her world. And she's clearly intrigued by it. You're right. You can tell that she has a very particular set of skills <laughs> that's going <laughs> to um, fit in with this organization. She's uncovered. Um, but then in the end, near the end, when she um, has 
they uh, Patrick Stewart has forced her to um, or coerced her into making changing the uh, like authentication on the device so that he's in charge. <laughs> yes. um, and it turns out she just programmed it to beep and, Flash. <laughs> and light up. <laughs> yeah. It's like, that so worked for me because of her anxiety and her mm. wanting to play by the rules and all that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Now I do have to say something that made me very uncomfortable. Okay. And I know it was supposed to, but I'm a bummer. So I'm going to say it. Um, so that they put this thing around her neck and uh-huh. then like the collar thing yep, and then sort yep, of dragged her yep. by her neck a little bit made me yep. very, very, very uncomfortable. Um, strangulation is uh, something that we've uh, we're learning more and more about and more and more about one how um kind of like injuries can be latent mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right folks can not know and i'm not and i'm absolutely not kink shaming here i'm talking about abuse yep. but um so you know using force in that like way on a neck is is can be very very damaging later in you know, that you don't know right away. And then also um, in terms of situations of of abuse, if someone has um, been strangled to any extent, their likelihood of dying mm-hmm. at the hands of that person mm-hmm. is like 750%. You're seven times more likely wow. to be the ultimate victim of a partner who um, has at some point put their hands around your neck. So, sorry, just have to say that. Um, again, if things are consensual, if that's, if, if, you know, impact play and, and, um, other things are part of a, a consensual understanding, fantastic, but otherwise strangulation is serious. And it just made me, so like for me, seeing the collar around her neck brought all that shit up. Yeah. 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 Sure. (laughs) And so I was distracted. Sure. That in the hideous dress, I was um, distracted (laughs) until the end. Yeah. Um, Yes, yes. Uh, what what, what, well, well, the, <laughs> Sorry, you can take all that out. <laughs> no, 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 no. I think that, I think that's good. I, I think what's um, aesthetically was in what's I don't know if it's interesting is the right word, but um, we we talked earlier about the, that closet scene, uh, which is in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, if people haven't seen the movie, they surely know that moment from the trailer where the, the first you know closet opens this giant room of a closet for the the angels and their and Elaine is just learning this and gets like you know it's all this like clothes and shoes and jewelry and, and then. That keeps opening those weapons and like it just keeps going and going, <laughs> going. That all of that stuff um, uh, with the costumes, I want to get to in a second. But it's all sort of aesthetic, very aesthetically pleasing. It's very kind of cool and 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 mm-hmm. this this collar wasn't presented as a like it was it was it sort of masqueraded as another piece of costuming because it was gold right. and it was. It looked like it could be jewelry in some way, but yeah, it looked like probably a really expensive thing that right, exists. Right, right, right. And then, but then was used in this very, um, you know, horrific kind of way, and in a way that that is, um, uh, I think, is meant to be a moment in the movie where we're where we're not we're not laughing at that. Um, mm-hmm. And at least the movie knows not to True. have us laugh at that as like a sure. like some kind of joke. Um, uh, but let's can we talk about the costumes for a minute? Because I I yes. love I love the costumes in this movie. Okay, tell me more about that. Well, I just feel like so much. Um, a lot of movies are, don't have this 
I don't know, the space or the tone to allow the costumes to speak as loudly as the costumes in this movie do. Like mm. everybody, the the angels in particular, but even the different way that the the men dress. Um, uh, who, who is it that uh, Nat Faxon plays? P- Peter, uh, Peter Fleming, oh, her boss, right? In these yes. kind of like ill-fitting suits, right? And Patrick Stewart, is, yes. you know, looks great in like all He's these. He's got some like athleisure wear, yes, kind of. Yes, yes, yes. And, and um, uh, Sam Claflin has his like, uh, who's like the tech guru guy, right? Has his like yes. hoodie under the blazer, you know. But then you then the angels all have their own like they all feel so one of the things that the that the um first Charlie's Angels movies were were sort of known for again not having seen them uh, mm-hmm. were that was the were the sort of they were like you could see them running around their underwear right like that was part of the yeah the, or like cat suits yeah yeah I think there was a dance sequence where is it I think Cameron Diaz mm. Diaz was in like briefs or whatever sure uh, again i have not seen it i just remember this being the conversation around the movie um and so this movie felt like they were all um they they felt to me and and i'd love your thoughts on this if if i misread it they felt like they felt sexy but not sexualized in a way like they mm. felt like they felt sexy in their clothes sure but not in i a think way- they felt it looked like comfortable in their own skin kind of yeah but yeah right but there was this they did show more skin than like a, probably a traditional spy would right like these are sure these are like you know high high level clothes or whatever um and and, and it was interesting to me too is that so kim barrett who who did the costumes for this movie has done another movie that we that we have done she's the costume designer for jupiter ascending <laughs> Oh, that's so funny! Yes, yes. Which I, which I just, I think is a, um, I just I thought was great. Particular problem with that? I think she was given a crazy world and had to put people in clothes in it. Yeah, I, um, her, I mean, and she did Romeo and Juliet, uh, or the Leonardo DiCaprio uh, Romeo okay. and Juliet. She did Us um, recently. Um, so, so anyway, she's a she's a she's a great costume designer, but has but is uh, sometimes does these very big costumes, you know, like very flashy mm-hmm. costumes. And I, I, for whatever reason, I just I fell for these for the costumes in this movie. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what um, to say. Sure, I I liked uh, how they weren't all matchy matchy. Yeah, but that they had components that were. Um, Useful to them. Oh, I was thinking. Um, you said because they they were they were sexy and true, um, and I think they sort of address some of that and how successfully I, I don't know, but in that first scene mm-hmm. where right right you know uh, you, one might perceive that Kristen Stewart is the like an acting agent and she was, but she was the bait right. While so you're the decoy while someone else was infiltrating and that the idea that 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 the femininity and the um sexuality is part of the smoke and mirrors mm-hmm, mm-hmm. in order to get things done that um I think is interesting and can be can be an interesting commentary but could also just be a cop out to show someone in a sparkly dress um and I would say, yeah, I, I mean, I think by the end they earn, they earn their sexiness yeah, yeah. Um, because they're also functional. Right. And right. I'm thinking, I'm thinking about Jane and, and Hodak, is that his name? Mm-hmm. The Jonathan Tucker, um, you know, final 
long, long fight. Yes, that, yes. And what I loved about that was she was just so confident. Yes, yes, totally, totally. She wasn't worried about it. Yes, right. She was just like, right. now we've got to do this and like, it's going to hurt, but got to get this done. Yes. And that, oh God, I loved and, it. And this great line where she's like, you have seven moves and I know them all now. Yes. Like she, she had done the work and she'd studied what mm-hmm. he did. And which means that what I thought was cool about that is the sense that I had was that she could have beaten him anywhere along in there. Like not the whole mm. movie, but anywhere in that fight. And she's like, almost toying with him a little bit, you know, like, yeah. uh, and part, because I think she also does, she seems to be a character who likes that. Like she expresses herself, you know, f- through physical mm-hmm. violence. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> through, through... And, and the revenge was a big component for True. her. And, right. and Elizabeth Banks says, you know, don't do something out of revenge. And so sort of in the end, I, I felt like, and we're putting a lot of <laughs> a yeah, lot yeah. of energy and meaning toward this, but because we see her train with her Bosley who who dies, mm-hmm. like it seems like a combination, right? right? She right. did her homework. She used the skills that that he helped her gain or or helped her heighten right. to triumph over this foe, right? But also indulged her revenge fantasy while doing it. Right, right. Which which these kinds of movies are geared to have us appreciate. Like, yeah, that's one of the things that in the genre that we want is to see the hero avenge the, you know, their, their like slake their, their bloodlust and avenge their mentor. And like, that's, yeah. that's that is satisfying. And I was satisfied <laughs> by their final fight. <laughs> um, You alluded to a little bit in the in the intro, but what, um, what did you think of this idea that Bosley is a classification of person and that the organization is, is worldwide and that there are many Bosleys for many angels? I think it was smart. I think that's a smart, fun idea. I, since I don't have a connection to the larger Charlie's angels lore, it didn't mean Mm -hmm. a lot for for me um mm-hmm. but i but i liked i liked it. i think it was a fun idea and that um they and then there's some famous people in the so patrick stewart is, yes. is retiring and um <laughs> and all the bosleys some are there in person elizabeth banks gives a little toast to send him off into retirement and then there are others who have like skyped in right who are like on screens and stuff and there's some mm-hmm. famous people <laughs> in that which i thought that's cute i mean that's yeah. you know thanks calls in some favors and like we can imagine there there are some famous bosleys out there i yeah i would say i agree i i didn't care but i thought it was like right, oh i see right. what you're doing there so that it's not um sort of so I don't know one one team I like the idea of of multiple and overlapping teams um and like safe houses and that yes the right. network of it all I I liked um did you uh did you fall for it that Elizabeth Banks was the bad guy I did I thought I thought that misdirection um that I thought that was going to be what it was. I thought that was true. Mm-hmm. And I and I felt a little bit like I felt a little bummed because I'm like, oh God, okay. So mm-hmm. this they brought in this our, we have our first in the history of, you know, we have first female Bosley or whatever in the history of this right. franchise that I don't really have any, you know, history with. But this first and we're gonna like make her the bad guy. Oh, what a bummer. Then I'm like, oh maybe Elizabeth Banks just didn't want to be in all the sequels. And so she, you know, she's like, I'm just gonna 
you know, I'm going to take one for the team. Tap out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I do think it's a little clunky that she doesn't tell them she's going to do another thing. Like, yeah, like she could have just said, hey, guys, I got to go. <laughs> I'll explain yeah. later. And I bet you could still mm-hmm. have had them think that maybe she was dirty. Um, like yeah. you could, they could have worked around that. And so uh, uh, I didn't I didn't I didn't love the way they did it. But I did. I was mm-hmm. I, they, they, they did get me. What about you? Yeah. Yeah. No, they got me too. And I, I think I was similarly bummed uh, because I was like, oh, this is what you chose to do with your movie. <laughs> yeah. The, and I think I was bummed in particular because it was that was the that was the reveal I'm putting in quotes because it's was a false. But so early uh-huh. that I was like, you're you're playing this this hand that early and i should have then the next thought should have been well this must be misdirection right but but i didn't so so it worked and then also our my my love for sir patrick stewart (laughs) like my consolation was oh god well at least he'll be he'll come back and save them um but you're right it would have been so shitty to have the first female bosley so you know easily Right. Corrupted. Right. Um, I liked that they made the point that it had happened before. Yes. Right. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. Right. Um, and then they're they're bulletproof bras. I mean, who doesn't love a <laughs> a bulletproof bra? Um, what about their um, body man is the word that came to mind. I don't know. It was a chef, uh, masseuse. Oh my uh, god, Sebastian. Guru. Yeah, yeah. What did you think of that? I mean, I thought it was so dumb, but <laughs> but like in a charming way. I don't know. I didn't, I guess I didn't think a lot about it. I also thought of that. This is like a disposable hot guy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. What did you think? I, um, I thought it was kind of fun. Again, it was, I, I, it was a, it was a nod to the sort of super competent female helpmate who never gets mm-hmm. you know, like p- money penny. I think mm-hmm. of, right. Like, yeah. like the tra- tradition, the old, old school money penny who um, is there with just what you need you know, whooshes mm-hmm. in with just what you need at the right moment and has all your needs taken care of and doesn't need a lot of prayer, like just is happy to do it. And I, I think that was, I think it was fun to have that be this the sort of like non-threatening, you know, um, indeterminate kind of, they call him saint, right? They call him, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, you're right. Saint. Uh, Why did I say Sebastian? Uh, but and I think, I don't know. I, 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 so I, I, I liked him when he was, when he appeared, I didn't need any more of him in the movie. Sure. Uh, but I thought it was, I thought it was fun. Um, speaking of things that were just fun, uh, I of course was so happy to see Sam Claflin. Um, sure. Because Finnick is my, is my dream boat sure. of the Hunger Games franchise. I've been team Finnick the whole time. You can check the it's transcripts. True. It's true. Um, I remember. Yeah. I always think of you when I made, see him. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Oh, that makes me happy. And then he made that terribly um, in poor taste movie with um, Amelia Clark, and yes. so he really needed to earn back my respect. Mm-hmm. And I think in this he did it in that he was averagely terrible, <laughs> as you would expect a tech billionaire to be. Right? He wasn't the initiator of all of the terrible things but he certainly let them happen mm-hmm. and then had such a why me yes 
you know yes. what I mean? Like it's, it's as much as, as, as I'm a fan, it was very much to me, I could see one of the, you know, dudes from Silicon Valley, yes. the show yes. turn into this. Yes, totally. And, and why are you ruining my paradise kind of thing? <laughs> yeah. um, don't tell me this. If you tell me this, I'll have to fix it. Like, you know, that probably he started out in a very different position likely, but, um, but I, and I love that the Patrick Stewart character is just toying with him the whole time. You know what I mean? Like he's just a pawn yes, yes. for, for him in, in a way that, because the way Elena describes him and, and that we've seen him earlier, he's very important, <laughs> but then that's just so undercut by Patrick Stewart is just like, no, this isn't about you, son. Yes. Yes. Um, let the, let the grown people deal with this. Um, and I thought he just did that in, in, Again, the whole movie I find charming, but in a charming way, um, in a way that was just like, ah, oh, just you, you rich idiot. Yeah. Um, and the, you're right. The like victimization is like, it's kind of yes, spot the entitlement. on. The entitled victim is like this non-victim victimization thing is like, mm. he, he, he did totally, totally nail that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. We liked this I, movie, I really y'all. did. I like, I laughed out loud in the theater. I, you know, not. Not at everything. Like some of it was just a chuckle, no. but like I did. I slapped my leg a couple of times. Like I, I had a really good time watching this movie. I did too. I gasped a couple of times. Oh, yeah. What? <gasps> yeah. So it was, it was super fun. And I hope more people um, go to see it and continue to see it. I'm, I'm confident it'll do well internationally. I would think so. Don't you think? Yeah, I, I would think I so. Know. I mean, but you know, who knows these days? Who knows? Who knows? Well, Tobin. Yes. Aislinn. Do you want to play a game? I would love to play a game. Okay. I have a game and a mini game, which is funny because my games are short anyway. Okay. Um, so both games are entitled Touched by Witch Angel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm going to give you scenarios of, of teamwork. Okay. And then I'm going to give you Two options, two angel options. Okay. So you have to tell me which one you would choose to be on your team for this event. Okay. Okay. And why? Okay. So, if you are going to compete in a a traditional sack race, three legged race, you call it, <laughs> and you could either have uh-huh. Jane or Elena. Who would you choose? Elena, because I would probably mess it up and Jane would be so mad at me and I would be worried that she would, I wouldn't want her to be mad at me. So I think Elena and I might be, might be at the same level. So I would want to, I'd want to be with Elena. Excellent. What about you? Uh, I mean, uh, also Elena, but because Jane is so tall, (laughs) she's beautiful and tall, but that would not work. I'm much, much too short. So um, Elena would be the choice for me there as well. Okay. okay. Nice work. If you were going to bake a chocolate souffle, would you do that with Bosley or Sabina? Oh, Bosley. I'm a recipe follower. uh, Mm -hmm. And especially when you're, when one is baking. uh, And I feel like Sabina would be a little bit like, I couldn't turn my back on her because I wouldn't know what that she would either accidentally or on purpose put in that would be the wrong amount or the wrong ingredient at the wrong time. Sure. So I feel like I would trust Bosley more uh, with the, with the set of instructions. Uh, what about you? I mean, I think Bosley's the wiser choice, but uh, 
Sabina would be the more fun choice. And then I also think that she might, that could be like a hidden talent. If you look at the way they alluded to a very upscale um, backstory. Yes, which I did love. Maybe maybe she's has a lot of souffle experience she probably had a pastry chef as a as a child in one of the in the villa or whatever who was like exactly i I can see that i can see that so if you were going to be working on an i love lucy style assembly line (laughs) do you know what i mean when i I say that yes the the sweets yeah yeah yes would that be with bosley or elena Oh, okay. Here's my thinking. Here's Mm -hmm. here's my thinking. I think I'd go with Elena for this because I bet she could come up with some way to make it more efficient because of her tech skills Mm -hmm. and maybe Mm -hmm. save us Mm -hmm. from having to sort of, you know, all the trouble that happens, you know, for uh, Lucy. Gotcha. On her assembly line. What about you? I would go with Bosley because I think she would make a plan. Yeah, true. And just go. You know what I mean? Like, just let's just do it. Get it done. Um. So if you were going to go skydiving, which would you want to be the person at your back? Okay. Jane or Bosley? Oh, that's not who I was thinking. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, at my back? Like, mm-hmm. like chasing like the me instructor. out of the plane? No, no, no. The person, like the buddy, like the person that does the actual cord for you. You know how you don't jump alone? Yeah. Okay. Right, right. Oh, well, Jane. Jane. Okay. Competent and yeah, I'd want Jane. What about you? I would want Bosley because I feel like she's done it more. Did you stay for the um, post credit scene in the movie when they talked about Ruth Bader Ginsburg? Yeah, yeah, and the, and the, when they jumped out of the plane and stuff. Yes, yeah, and then and then she said, "Let me smell your breath to see if you puked," <laughs> and then I puked. <laughs> yes, yes, I did. Yes, yes. <laughs> okay, and the final question of this game this part of the game uh-huh. if you were competing in the science olympiad write it do it competition you know what i'm talking about yes should we explain remember? It so our we should yeah so it was a science fair thing where you you had a partner and one partner would be in a room and see something that was put together like for instance a a lego creation right, right. just for visuals, um, you had to write the directions for how to do it. And then those directions would be given to your partner who was in another room with just the pieces. Mm-hmm. And then they had to put it together based on your directions. Right. Exactly. So for that, Sabina or Jane. Okay. Sabina, just cause it would be so much fun. Like <laughs> I feel like Jane might be, would probably be the more, if I really wanted to win would be the better choice, but sure. I think I would. I would either love Sabina's directions or Sabina working halfway through my directions and then just doing her own thing, you know? <laughs> um, I agree, but only because I wouldn't want Jane to be mad at me <laughs> when I did it wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like it's, you know. Okay. Thank you for playing Touch by Witch Angel <laughs> round one. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Um, now, my next and final question. This is Touched by Witch Angel Round two. Okay. Okay. If you were going to recast this film <gasps> with the Golden Girls, <laughs> which Golden Girl would play which? Oh my part? God! You know me so well. Um, okay, so I would say that um, Rose 
Betty White. That would be Sabina. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I feel like um, Dorothy would be Jane. Okay. B. Arthur would be Jane because she's super competent and like uh, um, I would put um, uh, God, I guess that means that um, Sophia is going to be Elena. Okay. And I, I and then Bosley is Blanche. And then Bosley is, that doesn't work. Okay, no, no, no. Let me start again. Let me start again. <laughs> Still B. Arthur as Sabina, or I'm sorry, uh, Betty White, uh, Rose as Sabina. I'm going to put B. Arthur as Bosley. That feels like a better choice. Um, sure. And, and then I'm going to say um, Jane, I'm going to say as, as Blanche. And then Elena, I'm going to say as Sophia. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to stick with that. Stick with I that. like that. That is not what I okay, did. What'd you do? All I'm right. Ready. So F- Sophia is Bosley. Sure. Okay. Sure. Sure. Age, experience, wisdom. Mm-hmm. Sicily, picture it. Yeah. Okay. Kristen Stewart is Blanche. Okay. 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 Whoa. Experienced, worldly. Yes, and and uses uh, uses the gifts she's been given. Yep. yep. Okay. Um, Elena is Rose just because she's naive. Sure, that's good. Yeah, that's good. And then Jane is Dorothy because I think like the Jane Bosley. Yeah. They have a um, camaraderie. You're right. No, you're right. And then she's also very tall. <laughs> no, you're right. You're very right. I yeah. So, friends, listeners, tell us which golden girl is which <laughs> angel in your hearts and your mind. You know me so well. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! Thanks you for playing. Hey. Thanks you for playing. <laughs> Thanks you for playing. <laughs> Thank you very much for uh, for putting together two wonderful games for this <laughs> two delightful games to pair with this delightful film. So now is the time in the podcast where we say progressive or regressive. Is this movie a step forward or a step back for fearless women in front of and behind the camera? Tobin? I say this is progressive. There are, as we've talked about uh, in previous episodes uh, or in the previous episode with Elizabeth Banks prior to this movie, <laughs> she, she was you know, one of the extremely financially successful, like, you know, her many movies had made a lot of money. Um, she's been a producer. Uh, she really took the reins on this. And I think it, I think it shows in the way we talked about kind of the loose direction, all the women, so many of the women behind the camera, um, uh, both and, and, on, and on screen, uh, I think in that sense, it is it sort of fulfills uh, it's the mission it sets out for itself, as well as um, making it hopefully uh, more and more possible for other women to uh, break in in these various fields. Uh, Isla, what about you? Nice. Um, agree. Absolutely. Uh, with everything you say, I would also add, um, I think they are the characters are allowed to be a little bit messy and a little Mm. bit. um, I mean, it's hard to say fully formed in a two hour action movie, (laughs) but uh, are able to show different sides of their personalities. They're able to show strengths and weaknesses. Mm -hmm. Um, They come together and are, are not, you know, competing over dumb stuff. Like we see a Mm. lot. Um, Sure. There's not a lot of variety in terms of bodies, Mm But, um, but it's, we're talking about super spies. So I don't, I don't know how, um, 
body inclusive or body positive <laughs> super spydom mm-hmm. is. I have not been invited to it. Um, and then it was just damn delightful to see uh, some of those uh, cameos and smaller bits. I think um, the men in this film supported the, uh, you know, in their works, uh, supported the the ladies in charge. And it, it just felt like it was fun to make. I don't know if that's true or not, but that's how mm-hmm. I felt. What are we watching next, Tobin? <laughs> next up, we are going to watch a, a movie that I'm sure isn't going to make any money that <laughs> no one is going to see. I don't know if anyone's heard of it. It's very small. <laughs> it's a little tiny movie called Frozen 2. Uh, yes can you believe it they made another frozen what (laughs) What were were they they thinking thinking? (laughs) so we're going to be doing uh we're going to be talking about frozen 2 and we're going to be talking about it you will be able to to hear it on new year's eve uh uh, december 31st so as you are sort of um climbing out of whatever holiday gluttony you may or may not be indulging in and you need something on uh, new year's eve to keep you company Mm -hmm. we will be back to talk about disney's frozen While you're putting your makeups on, while you're driving to an overrated party. That's so funny. Of course, people go out to on like party on New Year's Eve. I always think about it as like a a, I gotta I gotta sort of you know (laughs) I'm always I'm always so tired. (laughs) But But I've got yeah. So fair enough. I'm old. I'm old is the answer uh, to that. So um, uh, Islan, anytime prior to New Year's Eve. Where can people find you if they want to tell you how much they loved Charlie's Angels? Well, absolutely. If that's what you're saying, you can find me on Twitter at SassyNerdMT. I take a look from time to time. I'm not super active. I'm also old. Um, But uh, please give me a reason to open the app. Um, Tobin, how about you? Yes, I, I've i also taken uh, Twitter off my phone, and so I, I do check it on, on my uh, computer uh, some occasionally. So come, come see me in, in there, and you might find me somewhere. Uh, so, <laughs> yes, you can find me on Twitter at Tobin Addington, and you can find us on Twitter at Contenders underscore pod or on Patreon at thecontenderspod.com. Special thanks to our members who've joined at the marquee level or above. That's Sean Flynn and Jeff Addington. Become a member today, connect with other listeners, and support our show. And while you're on Twitter, check out Sean Flynn and his new dog, Killian, who is <gasps> a gorgeous, gorgeous boy. Yes, Sean got oh, a dog. I'm going to go look right now. It's amazing. Suck so cute. Suck so oh, cute. Yay. Good job. Good job, Sean. <laughs> we here at The Contenders are proud members of the Cage Club Podcast Network. You can explore all their great shows at cageclub.me. And you can keep tabs on all the Cage Club happenings on Twitter at cageclubpod. As always, thank you so much for listening. I'm Aislinn Addington. I'm Tobin Addington, and I'm looking at pictures on Twitter of Sean Flynn's dog, and it is so cute. So uh, awesome. And uh, we will see you all next time for Frozen 2 on The Contenders. Oh, did I lose you? No, I'm here. <laughs> oh God! Oh, I'm here. <laughs> I, I was I was trying to Sorry. look at my notes and see what else I had to say. Oh, yes, I was gonna say. Um, I was um, trying to think of things that would be new that would be. 
I took that, yeah, that they could both and see. Bruce to the um, racing movie, the... Oh, Ferrari versus I don't yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. Ford v. <laughs> yes. Yes, it was very good. Yeah. Good. 